Hello, good morning. My name is Edmond Luchu and this is the audio for constitutional law. We start with Chief TNC. Now, um, I know there are various materials on this subject, but we are going to stick to what was discussed in class. So, um, Chief TNC, it is a traditional governance structure and it was there before colonization as far back as we can remember now chiefs were equipped with political religious economic and military power and after colonization attempts were made to sideline the chiefs but then because it was resisted attempts were then made to indirectly rule the people or to govern the people through the chiefs, which we call indirect rule. And now we know that um, the, the the land called Ghana was not Ghana uh, until 1957. Now there were various protectorates of the English colonial masters. They divided the land into many other protectorates. But the first was the colony. The colony is the coastal areas, which was uh, established. That colony was established in 1874. Now, the Ashantis came in 1946. Then the Northern Protectorate was established in 1951. And then the Transvolta was done in 1956. Even though the Ashanti was already co-opted, it was already under English rule, it was being administered from the coastal colony or the, the coastal areas, the colony, which the colony, when I talk about the colony, is the coastal areas. And uh, Ashanti were being... Uh, 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 controlled in 1921 from that time after the the battle of in Samarkor. now the last protectorate to be co-opted into the unified country is ghana um, is the transvolta togoland which was done in 1956 okay now the they formed native councils in 1934 um, by which they administered the the Gold Coast um, native councils, mean meaning that there were council of chiefs and elders that came around to with the the British to administer the Gold Coast. Now, in 1957, the phenomenon or the institution of chieftaincy was guaranteed. Now, guaranteed means that it was established under another enactment or elsewhere, but it is assured under that constitution. But we all know that no government has the power to legislate into existence the institution of chieftaincy. Okay, so the institution of chieftaincy is as old as the indigenous man. 
So that was in 1957, it was guaranteed. Now in 1958, chieftaincy was described in the Chieftaincy Recognition Act as recognized by the Minister of Local, uh, of, of local Government. Then the next year, in 1959, another Chieftaincy Recognition Act. Now, um, in 1969 Constitution, chieftaincy was described as guaranteed and then in 1971 an act was promulgated which said chieftaincy must be recognized but in 1979 the constitution excluded the recognition component but in 1981 under the pndc rollings uh, it confirmed um, that the institution of chieftaincy was guaranteed but later on in PNDC one, law 107 it recognized um, um, the institution of chieftaincy but it said that uh, it is not to say that a chief a, a person was not a chief if you say okay you are recognized but it was to give impetus to the chief's functions. That is how they explained it. Um, the 1971 Chieftaincy Act, which um, recognized uh, chieftaincy, was repealed and was amended to Act 758-2008. Now, what exactly is chieftaincy so article 277 of the 1992 constitution says chief means a person who hailing from the appropriate family and lineage has been validly nominated elected or selected and instilled and skinned or installed as a chief or queen mother in accordance with the relevant customary law and usage no the, the 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 phrase in accordance with relevance customary law and usage means that the 1992 constitution guarantees chieftaincy okay so there's no uniform procedure for selecting chiefs but different areas give different um have different ways of choosing. Some are the millet selection, where they grow millet, and the, the ones the one who whose millet grows taller is the one that is selected. There's also election in certain places, like the Volta region. There's the heir apparent in the Ashanti region, and then the nephew of the Ashanti Hene. Then there are also rituals in the north where they go through various spiritual um, 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 activities to choose a chief but if it is if it is that, that these types of selection processes are done it must be exhausted the the rituals must be exhausted to validate the chief or else then the chief is not valid validated now how do we uh, when issues arise in chieftaincy how do we deal with them? That is our focus, our principal focus as law students. 
The original and appellate, appellate, appellate jurisdictions of the Court of Appeal, the High Court, the Regional Tribunals, the Circuit Court, and the District Courts in courses or matters affecting chieftaincy has been ousted. They do not have original or appellate jurisdictions. It is the supervisory jurisdiction of the High Court over the chieftaincy tribunals which has jurisdiction in courses or matters affecting chieftaincy that has not been ousted. So the definition of a cause or matter affecting chieftaincy has been defined in section 86 of the, um, the, the, the chieftaincy act and section 117 of the courts act act 459 section 86 of the chieftaincy act defines a question issue or dispute in relation to a cause or matter affecting chieftaincy thus it says a the nomination election selection or installation of a person as a chief or the claim of a person to be nominated elected selected or installed as a chief b the deposition or abdication of a chief c the right of a person to take part in the nomination election selection or installation of a person as a chief d the recovery or the delivery of stool property in connection with the nomination election selection installation deposition or abdication of a chief and e the constitutional relations under customary law between chiefs so any cause matter question or dispute relating to any of the above is determined by the chieftaincy tribunals there are three chieftaincy tribunals namely the judicial committee of the national house of chiefs the judicial committee of the regional house of the of chiefs and the judicial committee of the traditional council the judicial committees have both original and appellate jurisdiction it has original jurisdiction in matters which lies between the within the competence of two or more regional house of chiefs okay uh, which are not um, properly within the jurisdiction of a regional house and and any such matter which cannot be dealt with by a regional house of chiefs so the judicial committee of the of the national house of chiefs uh, can uh, can take precedence when the matter affects maybe Bronga Hafu and Ashanti because they are all under the the the, the Asante Hene. So he may he will be the regional the president of the Ashanti Regional House of Chiefs, the president of the Bronga Hafu Regional House of Chiefs because he's Asante he he's overlord of both regional house of chiefs. So the traditional the judicial committee of the traditional um, the, the National House of Chiefs will take precedence in such a matter. So the Regional House of Chiefs has original and appellate jurisdictions also, but it has appellate and original jurisdiction in matters affecting paramountcy, the or, or occupant of a paramount stool, and including Queen Mothers to the paramount stool or skin. Okay and it has appellate jurisdictions from the traditional councils so in the hierarchy of things we have the national house of chiefs the regional house of chiefs and the traditional councils okay now it's only the supreme court that has appellate jurisdiction in matters relating to chieftaincy you can take it all the way to the supreme court 
Now, issues of paramountcy cannot be tried at a traditional council because the paramountcy is the, the paramount chief is the president of the traditional council. So, according to the law of natural justice, Nemo Jude and Kosaswa, it cannot be a judge in your own matter. The president of the, the traditional council cannot try his own case. It can only be tried at the regional house of chiefs. The regional house of chiefs is the totality of all the paramount chiefs in the area, right? So, all the, the president of that regional house of chiefs will now try the case of that paramountcy. But the national house of chiefs is a selection of five, um, five paramount chiefs in each region. So in Ghana, all, we have 16 regions. Five paramount chiefs from the Volta region, five paramount chiefs from the Oti region, five paramount chiefs from the northern region, five paramount chiefs from the Ashanti region, five paramount chiefs from Savannah. All of them come together to form the National House of Chiefs. And then um, uh, any uh, chief, which parliament by law, will determine. Okay. Now, in Article 276, a chief shall not take part in active politics. And any chief wishing to do so and, and seeking election to parliament shall abdicate his tool or his skin and two seven that's two seven six one two seven six two says that notwithstanding clause one of this article and paragraph c of clause three of article 94 of the this constitution a chief may be appointed to any public office for which he is otherwise qualified so for he may not partake in active politics and if he wants to do so he has to abdicate but 276 also says that he may be appointed to a public office like the Council of State. We have chiefs over there. So that's that's uh, justified under 276. Now, 275 stipulates the disqualification for for chiefs. Now, a person shall not be dis, shall not be qualified as a chief if he has been convicted for high treason. Treason high crime or for an offense involving the security of the state fraud dishonesty or moral turpitude okay so if you you seek to overthrow a constitutionally elected government um, to cause a coup dishonesty moral turpitude means you are arrogant you you sleep with people's wives you do all sort of things you cannot be qualified to be a chief and that brings us to the end of chieftaincy.